Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the masterclass with Fearless Educator in collaboration with Helios Educator. This is our session number ten, and our speaker for today is Wing Commander Arun Singh. To talk about Wing Commander Arun Singh, he is a former Air Force officer who is deeply interested in sport, including adventure sports. and thinks of utilizing sports for teaching kids life lesson and skills he has been a proficient mountaineer skier skydiver water sport practitioner also has been more than competent sportsman with proficiency in football hockey and golf he is a former appointed including para jumping instructor vice principal and director training at nehru institute of mountaineering in uttarakashi he is a member of indian and international climbing expedition first commander of garud special force of iaf he is also a secretary golf club and ex director general of indian golf union he represented india in asia pacific golf federation royal and asian scotland and international golf federation So, Wing Commander Arun Singh will going to open the speech now, and he will going to talk about how can golf is a perfect fit for schools. I over, I hand over the screen to Wing Commander Arun Singh. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Uh, welcome, everyone. The reason for my being here is to demystify the game of golf, and also to show. the golf is not meant to be played only by older people or people who are rich and famous to tell you the truth the origins of golf were very very humble uh, in scotland it was played by people uh, who were shepherds and they used a natural lay of land where the sheep for example the cat became the bunkers and uh, the green for the trail was uh, were available naturally and they used improvised clubs improvised golf balls and then they played this game over a period of time the game has really caught on today the game is worth billions of dollars it supports a industry which is the biggest employer in sports it supports lot of golf players to earn a living for themselves and it's a career which is really rags to riches and unlike what people think it to be an elitist game lot of people who come from lower state of society have become champions but the intention of my talking today is more from the perspective of using golf to teach life skills to teach life lessons to teach sports to kids who are in schools it's a myth that you can play golf only in golf courses i would just request you all to go back to for example azad maidan in bombay where there are probably 50 cricket matches going on at the same time none of those kids have had access to stadiums like brabon or wankhede similarly when you go around you see cricket being played on to the street you see football in brazil being played on beaches on the streets etc etc golf can be similarly played anywhere in a small space just like some of you must be getting your kids to practice cricket inside the nets in the school ground the reason for the nets is simple it's only for the safety and golf like
cricket also has similar safety issues primarily the ball is very very hard it has got a lot of compression and it travels with great velocity and it's small so if it is if someone gets hit by that golf ball traveling at a high velocity serious injury is possible similarly there is also damage to the property uh, glass panes doors etc can be uh, can get damaged or can get broken so the only thing only challenge which schools have is how to minimize the risk of say, uh, risk of injury to people or risk of injury to property once you tackle this particular aspect it can be played anywhere just like cricket when you play in a inside the nets you practice your strokes you're not hitting a six you're not hitting a four you don't need a boundary which is uh, 100 meters long uh, 100 meters in radius you you actually can improvise now there are companies in the world one of the most prominent one is golfin in scotland which makes excellent equipment meant for small kids which is light in weight but it is exactly like uh, exactly like a golf club and it does work similar to a true golf club and instead of a hard compressed golf ball which is wound and wound you you actually have certain amount of rubberized component and i and i think uh, we had golf design india today and they are facing some technical glitches they design golf courses small facilities can be easily designed in a school now you all would ask me why why play golf in any case why not let them be we all know that sports have their own advantages golf is special because golf has got certain special advantages it has got certain amount of special characteristic the first characteristic which is special is golf does not have a referee golf is a self regulated game players become aware of the rules and then they put a penalty on themselves there is something known as integrity or honesty you will all agree that that's something which you would like every kid to learn you all understand education better than me but i do believe and i think a lot of other researchers do believe that too that the kids learn more from doing rather than from just imitation imitation is a form of education but kids tend to learn much more by doing it themselves so if they do activities which promote honesty which promote integrity which prom- which also promotes certain amount of all round fitness you need flexibility you need certain amount of strength and most importantly just like chess you need certain amount of mental focus so perhaps the best age group for uh, in the schools where uh, where kids could play golf would be between 6 to 12 over specialization is something which which actually will kill you when you go to sports authority of india you go to you know the government programs in sports the entire programming is all about how to produce champions in my personal view that's a flawed model what the model which we need is at the base of the pyramid you need certain amount of love for outdoor activity you need certain amount of love for nature you need certain amount of love for sports which should also help you 
in becoming better in your education, better in your academics, and also becoming better citizens for yourself. And if the base of the pyramid is which is reasonably large, you'll probably have some champions coming out automatically. Unfortunately, the golf teaching in this country is all about how you produce champions. So you have affluent parents taking their children to affluent golf clubs, and you have uh, uh, golf teachers who are aiming to have a certain amount of affluent clientele. So everyone is sold a dream. It is something similar to what we do in our education system when we sell dreams of going to IIT or something very unattainable objectives. Uh, IIT is a good example. Everyone doesn't make it to IIT and there's a large percentage which doesn't make it. But do they become failures? No. They definitely can become excel in many, many, many other things. Similarly, if you learn golf and you, you can also play other games. Incidentally, golf is a game which is usually played by all the superstars of other, other, uh, other sports. Most of the basketballers in, uh, in US, soccer players, cricketers, they all play golf as a second sport, primarily because it has got ability to rejuvenate and relax people. And there's one special advantage of playing golf over a long period of time, which is health. Some of us who see people playing in Indian golf clubs, generally you'll find uh, it's 75-year-old, 80-year-old or 70-year-old people playing golf. And you think it's old people ambling along. It has got nothing of value to a kid. This is exactly incorrect, primarily because golf, unlike other sports, can be played over a long span of life. You can play golf for 50 years or 60 years of your life, maybe 70 years of your life. So the health benefits continue lifelong. Whereas when you play an extremely aerobic sport, or a sport which requires too much of weight training or uh, etc. After few years, five to ten years, your shelf life is over and either you're plagued with injuries for the rest of your life or you're plagued with obesity. And the other reason why we should have golf is uh, I, I talked about the physical health part, I talked about the sport part, but there's also something special because golf is something which keeps you closer to nature. Every other sport which you play is played in a rectangle, which is clearly laid down rectangle, including measurements. I mean, a badminton court has got exact measurements. A football field has got not so exact, exact measurements. But golf is something which is flexible. You can use it to your advantage. It is generally out in the open. And I recommend that when, if you have, if you decide to have some golf in your own schools, it, the greens, etc., should be constructed under supervision of the designers by the kids themselves. So that gives them an advantage to be closer to nature, see grass, see soil, see certain amount of other organisms, see, see a blade of grass grow. I think that's one of the biggest success which we can have. But what I'm saying is that golf is a game which you can play, which younger kids between the 6 and 12 can easily play in a school. They can use the existing school grounds, they can use the existing gymnasiums. You only have to take care of the safety aspect and certain amount of golf equipment is available where the safety equipment is taken care of. So there is no risk to injury, there is no risk to injury to property. 
there is also education which can be connected with the game of golf and i'm talking about classroom education for example there are models by which you can learn geography you can learn arithmetic you can learn language i mean you can at least enhance them by playing a game of golf by putting different targets and different uh, thing because here the ball goes from place a to b to c c and it has to come to a particular target unlike other sports like cricket or or soccer or basketball where the trajectory of ball and the and the direction in which it's supposed to go where which it should take is not predetermined here the the ultimate targets are predetermined and they go and they keep changing golf also has got an example an advantage that you have to play the ball as it lies you cannot make excuses that today it's raining because you play it in all weather or or there is the my ball is not lying well so which is a simple life lesson that you take life as it comes sometimes you will have a rub of the green which favors you lot of times the rub, rub of the green will not favor you sometimes you will have a great putt sometimes you will not have a great putt so this is typical of life so lot of people do say golf is the game which which is closest to mirroring life because everything is slightly unplanned and there is always a difference i mean when you start to play in the morning the condition could be different and two hours later the condition could be different if you decide to play in the afternoon and your competitors are playing in the morning the conditions are different because you all don't play in the same time slot ever so so everything evens out it's like life sometimes you get lemons and sometimes you get candy the good thing is what happens in the middle of the game does not count in most of the competition what counts is what you have finished after 18 holes so if you start seeing destination too early usually you play badly and usually you make mistakes so you got to be patient you got to think uh, think uh, one one shot at a time and do not think of destination it's a journey which is more important which is again typical what what the life should be is a journey which is more important is a journey of education which is more important we all see kids who are not doing well uh, till class 9 suddenly doing very well in class 11 so ultimately everything should fall in place you got to keep repeating it is the repeatability of everything and keeping things simple which makes you good in golf and even if you're not good in golf it gives you camaraderie it gives you closeness to nature it gives you exercise and it gives you lot of life lessons firstly it gives you a lesson of responsibility because you are responsible for your game you are responsible for drawing a penalty for yourself and and if you do not follow that the penalties which you get are very very severe for example filing a score card which even inadvertently had a wrong score leads to a disqualification there is nothing like you know we'll let you go and tomorrow you correct yourself etc so so your rewards are very good rewards are immediate and rewards are serious but the punishments are also immediate and serious the other reason why i think golf should be there is like i what i said earlier today in urban centers if you see a kid if they see an animal and then dog and a cat or a rat they actually go into hiding and they probably will climb the uh, climb the desk and maybe some of the teachers will also do that if you come out in the open and if you if you are there with this uh, with nature you tend to respect other forms of life you do not think that human beings are the only center of universe 
the life and the world is interdependent on each other the organisms depend on each other and and you start appreciating animal life you start appreciating plant life and you become again better better people and when you think that it's a, it's a very expensive sport you think that it requires a lot of land and you think it is not athletic enough all the three things are not not correct they are not truthful statements you can have practice facilities you can have places where you can have fun in one acre two acre anything like that and like i said if it comes to a crunch you can even play it on a basketball court number two thing is it is an old man's game it does not require fitness it's again incorrect it requires certain amount of strength it requires lot of flexibility and it requires lot of core strength to become good if you really see players who are who are at the top level who really win championships they are very very athletic and very fit people and also don't forget that playing five rounds of golf every day for three or four or five hours and walking around for uh, for five hours every day also takes some effort and more importantly it takes effort that you should not you don't get distracted during the journey of five hours otherwise you again tend to lose out on strokes and here in golf every stroke count you know if i was playing cricket and someone was bowling very well as long as the ball did not hit my wicket and as long as i did not nick it and it went into some someone's hand i was safe and after that if i scored a lot of runs i'll be considered a success but in in golf every shot matters so that is why i say it mirrors life in 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 life every action has got a counter action if i cheat today i will pay for it if i am good i'll get rewarded so similarly every stroke when you pick up the end, one end of the stick you also pick up the other end of the stick so in golf every stroke counts because you total every stroke it is not that you hit one wonderful shot you score one goal and everyone forgets your previous sense so say this that they don't have to be of the same magnitude they don't have to be very very expensive you they can be tailored to fit the lay of land they can be tailored to fit the budgets available question number 1 for you is as far as i understand it is a luxury game and it is not easy to practice how would it benefit the masses yes i just answered that why it is considered a game of luxury primarily because british uh, masters played during pre independence time the same was the cricket if you remember cricket was only played by maharajas and the only cricket was played was in the presidencies of bombay madras calcutta even delhi did not have much cricket in good old days punjab had cricket because you had maharaja patiala there you had cricket in indore because you had uh, maharaja holkar there and you had cricket in padoda because maharaja gaikwad was there so till 70s cricket was also considered an elitist game and just for information in india even football till 1930 was a game which was played only by the eurasians the indians played a little bit but they got beaten every time it so most of the competitive sport which we see in india today be it football be it cricket be it hockey or golf they all have been handed uh, down to us by the britishers and there was a time when they had these clubs which indians were not allowed and unfortunately because of that practice there not much information came into uh, came came into the indian population and after independence golf in particular 
became much smaller because the Britishers left. A lot of golf courses, for example, there was a Royal uh, Western India Golf Course in Nashik, one of the top golf courses till 1952. It had to close down because there were not enough people playing. Uh, unfortunately, the club culture had killed it. So the golf is considered a luxury primarily because the golf club has got barriers of entry. If the golf club did not have barriers of entry and if you had it in the schools, I presume it will be as popular as hockey. Hockey was not very popular in many areas till about 1970s and today you see in the tribal area, the Orissa and Jharkhand, there, there are a lot of, lot of popularity of hockey just because Hockey got introduced there and you had facilities there. And you don't need world-class facilities to play cricket or golf or football or, or any other sport. So it is something a myth if the schools took it up and had a small facility and more kids got their hand to it, it will never remain an exclusive game. The exclusivity is because of the snobbery of upper middle class in in controlling the entry to a golf club. Now, as far as expensive is concerned, I think that's your second question. So, second question is, all golf courses are exclusive clubs, which are expensive and do not allow children. How do we do that? Yes, this is also true and it is also not true. I mean, it's true and false both. India has got about 230 golf clubs. Out of those 230 golf clubs, about 10 or 12, which are the big, big golf clubs, very busy golf clubs, there are the big metropolitan cities, Delhi Golf Club, Royal Calcutta, BPGC, Willingdon, etc. These are definitely exclusive. These are definitely, you can't get membership. But believe me, a lot of people who play golf there are middle class people. It's just that their turn came late. But notwithstanding these places, there are another 100 clubs which armed forces might be controlling. So you'll have ex excess problems there. But there are at least 100 golf courses in different towns and cities of this country which are empty. There's no one to play there. And in my personal view, schools had a little bit of facilities. The children will find it very easy to get into these golf clubs. And the golf club will be very happy because they will have some people using their facilities. It is like, do you see people playing in Brebon Stadium? No. Do you see people playing in Lords? No. So, you, so when you look at Delhi Golf Club or Royal Calcutta, you should treat them like Lords Cricket Ground or you should treat them at Brebon Stadium. But what we need to create, we need to create Azad Maidans, you need to create Maidans, you need to create ordinary small facilities inside school to remove this myth being exclusive and expensive sport. <coughs> as far as the golf equipment is concerned, it was expensive once upon a time because everything is imported. Now it is much more reasonable. It's affordable for middle class at least. And the beauty of golf equipment is that it lasts you for five or ten years. Unlike a cricket bat, which doesn't last you even a season. So if you're playing seriously, today cricket is a more expensive game. Tennis is definitely a more expensive game. Badminton can be expensive. Okay, so next question. Why has golf been chosen by you to emphasize goal setting? See, let me clarify this. I have chosen golf only because golf mirrors the game, uh, game of life. It's closest to the game of life. But at the same time, I would suggest that any kind of sport, 
whatever a school can do should be encouraged by every school i am not only golf specific every sport is a great sport golf is special primarily because it lends value to uh, younger kids and it uh, it also uh, is a game which does not get them injured the safety except for the uh, problem of ball which can be covered by a rubberized ball it is a game where you don't get injured you don't have parents anxiety and you don't have fear of getting hit it's a non contact sport in fact i do a program for hiv positive kids in jaipur because this is a game which suits hiv positive kids there is no contact there is no bleeding etc and it removes the stigma and it changes their lives because in golf you interact with people of different ages you don't only play with your peers you play with different ages so chances of your getting more successful in life in terms of people's contact is so much better you acquire better skills okay the next question is how much golf setup will cost for a school whatever whatever a school can afford can be done like i said what when isha was talking about golf design india she was talking about a conventional golf course you can also use artificial turf now you have grasses available grasses i'm not talking about what you have in the showroom grasses available you have other synthetic surfaces available which can give you a multi sport facility within whatever area you have so you could be doing soccer there you could be doing tennis there you could be doing badminton there you could be uh, doing track and you could also be playing golf so uh, and you could also be playing golf inside nets so whatever a school can afford it's a very very affordable uh, sport for beginning for those young kids what is the future of golf in india will this become as popular as cricket i i'll be honest i do not see it becoming as popular as cricket not in the near future but golf could be definitely in the top 5 games in india okay currently currently tennis is number 6 so i'm just mentioning it if tennis can be number 6 golf can be definitely number 5 sir one of the participant uh, madhvi mangat has asked uh, sir you gave the example of gali cricket how can yeah. we play gali gali golf you can have gully golf exactly what i was talking about as long as you have equipment and you have got safe rubberized golf balls you can easily have gully cricket there is no no issue gully golf there is no issue at all in fact in bombay there is a slum next to bombay bombay presidency golf club and they have a very funny uh, tournament uh, not funny it's a very interesting tournament uh, which they play they use table tennis ball and they put a iron rod which they bend it and they use it as a golf club and they dig some holes like the way we used to play marbles and they have got a slum golf team and the slum golf team played last year went to france to play in one of the slum dog millionaire tournaments so the, the tragedy is i'll again repeat the tragedy is the middle class or the upper middle class which has got access to golf clubs tends to block every kind of thing it it also blocks any kind of innovation just like if you go back to cricket 30 years ago when carry packer came came with his his version of cricket his limited overs cricket everyone laughed at him the entire cricket administration blocked him he had to do rebel tours and today where are we we are into colored clothing we are in 20 overs the people are playing 10 overs the there is sixes and all kind of thing 
The same thing needs to be done in golf. You cannot play golf the way it was played 150 years ago. So, gully cricket, school cricket, football ground cricket, uh, your gymnasium, uh, I'm sorry, not cricket, gully, gully golf, gymnasium golf, anything is possible. You just have to make sure that certain amount of safety standards are met. How much land would a school need to dedicate a golf course? What would be a bare minimal cost that school looks at to initiate it? It all depends on what is available and how much budget they have. It could be one acre, it could be half an acre, it could be inside the nets. I mean, what, what when we are talking about, you can also make small putt, putt and putt courses or what we call a chip and putt courses. There are enough things which can be done. All the driving ranges in the golf clubs are empty. While the golf clubs may be full, the driving ranges are empty. You could devise championships to be played in driving ranges. Golf is generally played as a solitary sport. And that is, I personally feel that's a disadvantage for young kids. They would like to have more fun. So they can be devised. The same fun, fun competitions can be devised. I give the example of golfing. They do that. Fun competition can be devised. It can be also played as team sport. Incidentally, the Ryder Cup, which is played between US and Europe, is the third most watched event in the world. After World Cup soccer, Olympics, it comes because primarily the passions run high. You have uh, uh, you know team competitions, so there is a lot, a lot of interesting thing which is happening. So team competitions can be very very interesting. So uh, the next question is: Would it be so easy to find golf instructors in small cities and towns for schools where golf courses are still very few and players even less? This experience the way forward is teach the teachers. It could be teachers who are interested. It could be a physical education teacher who could do it. It's, there's no rocket science involved. People who are into this game <coughs> have tried to block it and they've tried to say that it is something different and only specialized uh, people can do it. It's not so. It, uh, your uh, teach the teachers can be done. Your physical in a school today when you have a physical education teacher. That, that person may not be specializing in a sport, but he goes and teaches that sport. Similarly, golf can be done. You don't have to get these golf instructors, etc. You just have to expose your own people to become teachers of those young, young, young kids. So the last question of the evening, Arunji, is curriculum of golf training will be challenged. How can no. we no, it can be done. And like I told you, the golfing of Scotland does a very, 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 very serious evolved program. It, it does. It goes on for six months, and it is all inside the classroom. Most of it is in classroom. Very, very, very little of it is actually. It's never in a in a golf club. Actually, you do everything within within the school resources, and it also connects academics. It also connects some fun. And it also connects golf. It creates a lot of awareness among the kids. Otherwise, you know, we'll have we'll keep having these misconceptions which we're talking about. Participants, if you still have any questions, you can unmute yourself and you can ask. But remember, this game needs to be demystified to be enjoyed by everyone. This game is meant for everyone. It is not meant for those few people who have membership of golf clubs. 
Yes. Uh, so, what steps are you taking to try and increase awareness about it? What I do is, uh, I can give you some examples. I told you that we do a golf program for an NGO which houses and educates HIV positive kids. HIV positive kids, no one was willing to touch them. But again, getting them into a golf program has transformed them. They've got visibility, they're, they're much happier. So that is why. But there's another experiment which we do in Nasik, in a golf club, which is just outside Nasik. And we get government schools to come and experience golf free of cost, you know, once a month or something like that. So we have had people, kids who are coming, we have had, I think, about 2,500 kids and some teachers coming in uh, so far. The idea is give them exposure so that they do not think of it something as, uh, you know, a snake in the grass or something like that. They don't see it as an alien sport or they don't see it as something that they cannot aspire for. If they don't get an opportunity today, they might get an opportunity tomorrow. And if they know about it, they'll probably take that sport. And it's a very successful program in Nasik. Very successful. And, it, and we have done only government schools primarily because government schools don't even have a sports ground. Or they don't even have sports teachers. So if anyone is interested, we could, we could actually do things which can be done inside inside school. Idea is, when you do it inside school, it should be like any other sport. Every kid should play. Don't make it a specialized sport. And the programs which I was talking, uh, talking about are for social causes. They are pro bono, they are charity programs. Obviously, all programs cannot be like that. But uh, golf can be played much more inexpensively than what people imagine it to be. I'd also like to come back to one more thing. Because I said golf arena that is not fixed. You can have any kind of design, etc. So schools which have, do not have much open space actually cannot play any other sport except golf there. So that is why when people have schools which have got very small spaces, they are generally abandoned spaces because they can't make a football field, they can't make a tennis court, they can't do anything. But golf can be done. There are ways of doing it. You just have to change that golf ball. It's a bit hard, multi-bound multi, multi golf ball, you need a rubber ball. On that note, Arunji, thank you so much for accepting our invitation and uh, giving a beautiful speech on how to, how can we make golf accessible in the schools. And it really uh, bring down a more clarity to our audience that it is, yes, it is not a Richmond sport. And it can be played in a smaller area also, like we play cricket in our country. And uh, so for more details, if anybody wants to, uh, uh, you know, any kind of consultancy or any kind of thing from Arunji, they can contact us and they can let us know and connect you for the any particular project that you wanted to roll out in your school or the town. So thank you so much, Arunji, for uh, uh, connecting. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much.